You're listening to Well Met. Well Met. A Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzpro.com. Well Met. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 245 of Walmet, a Hearthstone podcast brought to you by blizzpro.com. Uh, today is Monday, March 22nd of the year 2021, and here in Kansas City, I am your host, J.R. Cook, and it has been a good solid month since the last time we talked, and we have quite a bit to talk about, as you can imagine, especially if you listen to the last show, as we were gearing up for some big announcements that... We're going to go over today, um, but before we get into that, I wanted to introduce uh, a couple people, a couple of folks that you know, uh, if you've been listening to a long time, Mr. Danny Donuts and Mr. Ray C. How's it going, guys? Uh, who's go- who's I, going I, first? You right. usually I, say- <laughs> I know. I did this on purpose. Panic! panic everyone panic! <laughs> I did this on purpose. I wanted to see how you guys would act. That's so evil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> see, see, now I'm like nervous to talk. Right. Like, Daddy's gonna talk, and then I'm gonna talk, and right. then I'm gonna be All like, right. but uh, right. uh, uh, all right, Ray, uh, just go, uh, just go, Dre. Go, you're, you're okay, already going. Okay, okay. going true, right? true, true, true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got my second COVID vaccine, so that's pretty good. Um, I haven't been doing too too much with Hearthstone stuff. I mean, I got pretty early legend, all that, all that stuff. I'd kind of tried for top sixteen, and then I, uh gave up really early on in the day i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it because i was like top 50 and then i was like "Ooh, wait i gained like one rank per win i could just stream in top 50 and play meme decks which is what i did and i actually ended up like around like rank 70 or something which was actually pretty hilarious last month just memeing around um you know ruining people's lives playing against somebody who's like rank 17 playing highlander shaman but they're playing control deck so they just lose because my deck is only value and that's <laughs> it and it was it was pretty hilarious and uh yeah but outside of hearthstone stuff the vaccine yep pokemon stuff been doing a lot of that opening packs and whatnot and doing yeah. crazy things so yeah. Hey, yeah you got your second vaccine shot a week or two ago yeah two weeks ago so two i was inoculated on St. Patrick's Day, like I was good to go out. Good time. Like after, yeah, it was, it was it was definitely over two weeks ago at this point, maybe a month ago now, closer to a month ago. So it was nice. I went out on St. Patrick's Day. Not nothing crazy, obviously. I didn't really like go out. I went out to like some place that had like outdoor dining that was really nice, and you know, just got to hang out with like uh one friend and try to have some normalcy, which was really weird. Honestly, it was just like. I don't know. I'm just like, without the masks, take off the masks and eat <laughs> outside. <laughs> this is crazy. Such a foreign concept. <laughs> yeah, I, get- uh, I mean, getting outside of the house is just a foreign concept at this point. Right. That's- yeah, we're going to have to go through some adjusting to get back to the former normal, but uh, process underway. And we'll, I, I bet by the end of the year, everything will be fine. Yeah, I hope so. I I, I think we're gonna to learn. I think we're gonna learn a lot in these next few months, right? Um, 
kind of see how things kind of play out when there's a lot more people that get vaccinated. I get my first, I get my first shot this Friday, and then uh, three weeks after that, I'll get my second shot. So looking pretty good for, I'm uh, looking forward to that. Um, just made the appointment like early this morning. So uh, Kansas just opened up uh, the next two phases, the second to last phase. So, and they're talking about opening up the final phase to everybody um, probably around mid-April. So, and that's what it sounds like maybe most of the country will be at too, uh, in the U.S. at least. So looking, looking forward to seeing maybe, uh, you know, a, a lot of people that want the vaccine to get it probably by, within by June, I would think. So Hopefully. Yeah. But uh, how, how about you, Danny? How have things been going? Good. Um, everything's good on uh, the front over here. I've uh, been playing a lot of TFT. Uh, dipped out of Masters for a bit, but then I came back strong. And uh, now I'm just playing. I'm waiting for the next set for that to come out. So I'm really dipping away. And I'm actually very, very excited for what's to come uh, here in Hearthstone. Because there's going to be a content avalanche coming through over these next couple of days with all the things that are coming out. I'm super excited, and I want to try all of it. Yeah, this week is kind of wild with Hearthstone, but then, like, one of my favorite games as well, like, Fall Guys just released Season 4 today, and uh, I'm wanting to play that, wanting to play Hearthstone. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Phasmophobia. My wife and I and a couple of our friends love that game. Um, we've been playing a lot of Valheim as well because that game's been pretty fun lately too. There's just a lot of fun stuff, but Hearthstone is going to have an interesting uh, interesting week coming up, an interesting weekend coming up. Uh, we'll get, get into that here in a bit. Um, before we hop into that, we should probably uh, talk a little bit about uh, the last time we talked where we were... Uh, if you remember, this was about a month ago at this point. It was right before BlizzCon Line, or BlizzCon Online, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and uh, we'd gotten news uh, about the new core set and the rules behind that, um, and uh, a handful of other things that they're going to do with like classic mode and uh, uh, reverting balance changes, um, and, and a handful of other things from there. Um, but then like a week after we did that show is when BlizzCon online was, and we were like kind of trying to predict what we might see. We knew we would see the next set. We got that. We got the Forged in the Barrens, uh, set, uh, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but beyond that, I don't think there was too much that they really announced that they didn't announce previously before the show. And there was one thing. Yes, and it was and that very was the disappointing. New game mode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not wrong there. There was one thing though. I mean, it is interesting. Where the, if you haven't heard about it, it is the new. I don't even know what their official name for it is, but it's the Slay the Spire game mode in Hearthstone. Does, does anyone know what the actual name is? I I can't remember <laughs> if off the top of my head, and I don't have it Wait, written down it in front of duels me. Duels or dungeon run? What? No, it's like so. Ultimately, it's like Dungeon Run with... Uh, have you ever played Slay the Spire? Yes. So it's Slay the Spire, but with like Dungeon Run, where you essentially path your way through um, a map, and then you choose which battles you take, and then like that allows you... like You choose which bosses to fight, 
etc. And then you get to add cards to your deck, kind of like Slay the Spire. So that's the okay. new game mode. Wait, uh, I mean, that's that, that might be cool. It just, that felt like so obvious, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That Tell felt me. like it was like right. Like, I mean, I, it just feels like dungeon runs reskin. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. We were, JR, JR and I were talking before the show. And I mean, if this was like the second dungeon run thing to come out or the third one or the fourth one, I'd be pretty excited about this. But I mean, we've seen dungeon run in every flavor and every shape. Yeah. And so this will be something I'll try once or twice. But I mean, I don't think that this is going to have any sticking power. Yeah, it's called Mercenaries. Mercenaries, gotcha. Yep. So is this the big thing that we've been waiting for? Yeah, as far <laughs> as I'm aware. It's really weird that this is the big thing, and I barely even heard about it. Is that weird? Like, maybe I'm just not in tune as I once was, but I feel like I did not hear that much about it. Like, they didn't, I mean, they didn't really classic talk about mode it. Shows that, right? Like, classic mode is the one that I'm much more excited for. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just talking about hearing about it. Like, I know classic modes coming out. I know about these reverts. Maybe it's just like, I, I mean, I follow everybody on Twitter, and maybe they're like, it seems like everybody's just talking about the, oh, okay, Thursday, Thursday, because that's when the, uh, the, the changes are happening um, for standard, where we just get to play all the thingies. And I feel like that's what I'm hearing well, about. I've not heard anybody talk well, about they announced it. They announced it at BlizzCon Online, right? Uh, then the, they very briefly talked about it. They didn't give a ton of details. So I also don't think it's coming out with any of this content. It might not. be coming out a little later on. Yeah, it's not coming out with this content, I don't think. Um, so you'll probably hear more about it later, and then th that's probably a lot of that's probably why they they really um, hammered home on like the new core set, uh, classic format, um, and uh, the the new set coming out as well. Um, and the balance updates, of course, is the other thing. Um, and they didn't really, they just kind of briefly talked about Mercenaries. Like, they announced it, um, kind of explained a little bit about what it is. Um, but it just, it just didn't seem that exciting. Maybe if I was at an actual BlizzCon, and they had it there in front of me to play and experience, maybe I'd have a different opinion of it. Um, but just seeing the video of it without getting getting to dive into it or sink my teeth into it, um, to me, it just felt lame. Like, to be honest, I was just like, I, I'm already tired of this dungeon run thing. That and, you know, I, I thought it was going to be some kind of limited style of uh, uh, game mode, you know, where maybe they're replacing Arena, maybe they're, maybe they're doing some kind of sealed deck thing or, you know, something like that where you have a, X number of cards to choose from to build your deck and compete. Um, yeah. But that's not what this is. It's a single player experience. Um, I've already, I, I talked about in the last show how the reason why I haven't been playing Hearthstone is because it's not a social game experience at all right now. Um, and, you know, in the last year, those are the games that I'm gravitating towards for obvious reasons because of the way the world is. Um, yeah, I don't need another game mode that I just play by myself right now. So I don't know. And in, cl and in classic Blizzard fashion, we're gonna get that game mode in two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they we're have it planned. Get... <laughs> yeah, it's planned. It'll come out in two years. Yeah, when I, when I probably don't want it anymore. 
bad when we're okay i'm fed up hanging out with all these people i want to go back to solo player games right <laughs> yeah if i'm gonna play single player content i don't know i feel like i'd rather just play something else that's not hearthstone at that point like even solo queuing league sounds more fun <laughs> not that but i just maybe it... maybe not that maybe not that <laughs> but i just thought it was also interesting how like the hearthstone team announced all of their big stuff before blizzcon online and it, it was it was it was just kind of weird to just see like the only thing that they knew that they announced was a new set and the mercenaries really yeah everything else they kind of heard, had already talked about we knew they were going to announce a new set though that's literally yeah. happened every blizzcon since right. hearthstone existed right like right. every blizzcon they announced the next set or expansion or like whatever thing they're gonna do yeah it just seemed like weird timing uh, and i think a lot of it too is they really it seemed like blizzcon online was really more focused on diablo content um because diablo actually had a pretty great show um Diablo 4, you know, they, they showed some of the new stuff with that and uh, uh, the new Diablo 2 remaster. I think that's what it's called. It, it's basically uh, Diablo 2 HD for the most part. Um, and it's coming out on like all the consoles and everywhere. And it's like the whole new, it's like a whole new company, different company that was doing it that Blizzard just acquired. Um, I wonder how many people viewed BlizzCon online. I have no idea. I didn't look in the numbers. <laughs> I don't think the like I don't think the show itself well I take that back. I don't think the opening ceremony itself was bad. It was actually pretty good. Like if if I was sitting in the in the seats at in Anaheim watching it, I would have been very pleased with with everything that they did. Um with a with a handful of things that I was like scratch my head about. One of them being what you know, Hearthstone just seemed like, oh, you already announced everything, so that's weird. Um, the other one being, you know, Overwatch wasn't even talked about at all. <laughs> that was that was also weird. Um, but um, but the Diablo stuff was pretty cool, and the World of Warcraft stuff was kind of neat. Um, but but the show, like the rest of the show itself, like the panels and everything, like I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. And I I think a lot of that too is. Um, the whole reason I go to BlizzCon anyway is to go hang out with friends. So it just isn't the same. It's not anywhere near the same sitting at home watching stuff. Yeah, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't think I've ever... I've been to BlizzCon a lot of times. And I've been to PAX. Like, I've probably been to at least 30 to 50 conventions. The amount of times I've gone to a panel is probably zero. <laughs> i've gone to a handful i've gone to a handful like if there's something that's really really interesting but, or when you're acting as press uh no i don't even do that when i'm acting as press because i'll get someone else to do it for me um yeah. for for the most part i will and, and that and with um especially with blizzcon with the virtual pass you can go watch the stuff later if you really want to um and that's usually what that's usually what i'll do um, I probably like I've been to PAX, I've been to E3, I've been to BlizzCon, I've been like like you, Ray. I've been to so many conventions. I I've probably been to less than ten panels total. Yeah, I mean the only time I remember going to a panel was to meet somebody who was like at the panel to like <laughs> like when it's over, be like they're like, oh, I'm at this panel, meet me here because I'm just gonna be here until it's over, and I'm like, okay, and I get there a little early, and you just yeah. end up kind of watching it, and I'm like, I 
just don't care. Like they're just asking questions that don't matter to me that I'll read about later. And I'll, you know, I'm just like, or I'll watch later or I don't know. It's just, I'm at the convention. I want to go do stuff. I don't want to sit cool. there and watch something that I could watch later. Yeah. That's or time I could later. be spending yeah. waiting in line for more pins. Right. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, or free stuff. Or free that's, stuff. that's, that's what conventions are really about is all the swag. That's the only thing that matters. And occasionally playing games that you enjoy before they come out. That's what I do most of is I'll, I'll, I'll play the heck out of the games. Um, because that's an experience I can talk about. That's a, an experience I can write about. Um, that I, because that's something I can um, talk about or write about that no one else is. Because no one else is going to have the same experience that I have. So I get to give my own perspective on it. Whereas a panel where they're just giving you back and forth information or straight information, everybody in the world's going to have that information. And like, they're not going to come to me for that. They're going to come to me to hear my opinion. They're going to come to me to hear my experience. So that's what I try to focus on. Um, so, you know, without BlizzCon Online really having that, there wasn't a, wasn't a whole lot of point. Um, but moving on, there was another piece of news that happened this week. Um, so Blizzard had, it was Activision Blizzard, had another round of layoffs, um, this time affecting basically the events team, um, which is esports, basically, again. And uh, I don't remember the numbers. I think it was like 100 people or 500 people. I don't, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it, wasn't a, it was a significant amount in those departments that were let go, um, which seems really, really weird, but also not um, based on what we know about Blizzard and esports and the fact that in a post-Mike Morheim era, Blizzard just doesn't care about esports anymore. So um, before, before we go on, can I bring one thing up that I just noticed? What's that? Whenever we say bad news, we always call it Activision Blizzard. Whenever we have <laughs> good news, we call it Blizzard. Well, I, I think okay. I, I think there's an underlying factor in that. <laughs> so that's that's true. But the reason why I stated Activision Blizzard um, themselves is because I don't think it was just a Blizzard um, Blizzard employees at Blizzard campus that were affected. I think it was Activision as a whole. Oh, I gotcha. And that's the reason why I stated it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there were people <laughs> working for Blizzard, like. At the like yes. Yes. the Blizzard yes. campus that yes. were affected. Yes, yes, but but just not all of them were from Blizzard itself. There were some Activision yeah, people yeah. sprinkled in. Yeah. yeah, I mean you, you, yeah, a lot of people lost their jobs and, and all then, that money went to Bobby Cocksuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and, and yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Like soon after that news, we get reports that he got like a two hundred million dollar bonus. What a great job he's doing. Yeah, he probably got the bonus from firing all these people. They're like, wow, look at all this money we have. Anybody want it? I mean, oh, no. was it was it 200 million? I, yeah, it was yeah. 200 million. I saw 200 that million bonus. Who I, needs that kind of money as a like That's a bonus. Like that's what? a bonus. Like, how do I become a CEO? What the like what? Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, if you are ever that rich, you got a 200 million dollar bonus. Like, how many employees did you think they laid off? Like, 200-something, something, I don't know. 
Like, give all those people $100,000. Like, come on. Like, that's a bonus. Yeah. So it was, uh, he, they laid off, uh, Activision laid off 190 employees. Uh, 50 of them were from uh, the esports division. So that's where the 50 number came from that I was talking about. <laughs> so it was 190 total, 50 from esports. And that was largely the um, live events team. You could literally give them all a million dollars and make their lives not terrible. Like, imagine you get fired, but you get a million dollars. Like, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Or, right. or use that to, to give or them a salary. You can buy like, <laughs> or you can buy like 10 yachts. I mean, uh, you know, I see your point, JR, and I retract my statement. <laughs> the yachts are important. You can but buy like 10 if... yachts, man. I just wonder if these people have like consciences or whatever they're called, you know, like where you feel bad or feel anything at all. Like maybe I mean, he's a robot. It, I don't know. You'd assume that he's just so distanced, right? I mean, have you ever seen like celebrities try to interact and do normal things where I think it, what's um, what mil billionaire was it where they're like, how much does like bananas cost? And he's like five dollars. They're so out of touch with reality is the big thing where their bubble that they're in is just like comforting them around them so that's yeah. the big thing that they don't they don't see it as being unnormal right. because all of their friends and all the people they hang around with have the same things happen right so ray like i'm not gonna buy lamborghinis anymore because i want to get <laughs> i want to get assets that you know oh, like pokemon god. cards oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so i can't believe like, i do like <laughs> like i wonder like man like, I feel like if I was rich, I would help so many people out. But then at the same time, so many people, like, would probably be asking you for stuff that you'd probably just shut down. I don't know. That's an interesting thing, though. It's like... And, and there's also a difference between people who acquire a lot of money and people who were born into a lot of money where you just have it from the beginning versus you have a comparison against it. And that's another thing where right. certain people are in that bubble. They've never seen the other side. Yeah, but I feel like people who like it's all I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Like, I wonder if I actually had that kind of money or influence. Like, would would I just like set everyone up that's like come comes in contact with me that's like a decent human being? You know what I mean? If I had, because you'd have the power to. You'd have the power well, to, then, but at the people same would time, start seeking you out right. is the other thing, right? That's the problem. People, people would start people will take for money. People yeah. take advantage of you. That, that's yeah. the problem. That's the interesting thing about it is like, like, like if you think about like people that are rich, yeah, they might be pieces of shit, you know, maybe, or they could be decent human beings, who knows? But they're also like they're also dealing with people that are also pieces of shit that just want their money, <laughs> and that's all they care yeah. about is that you have money. Yeah, it's just human nature. It's weird. Well, like. I don't know. Does like that Bobby guy? Like he has to know that his company's laying off these people. Like, like you have to. Maybe you just don't. You you are so far removed that you don't really understand what that means. Like somebody like, for example, TJ Azumo Cutie got fired. Right. Like that was his job. He's probably not rich or anything like that. Like that's probably super important. Like he has a family. Like, like this probably hurts a lot. Like I don't know a situation, but like I'm just spitballing. Like that. Losing your job, like that—that that can never be good, right? Like, oh, no. And, and then you see this guy who like owns the company just get two hundred million dollars, and like, 
I don't know. I feel like maybe he thinks like, oh, they're all fine. They worked for Blizzard. Like they're all like they're set. Like they don't need any help. Like, or do you just because is there that much of a disconnect that like he doesn't realize like they're just these tone, people are not they're tone deaf. They're, just, they're, uh, they're not the individual people to him though. They're a number. Yeah, it's a number. Th- they're it's you know you got to do it to make what the investors happy. Otherwise, um, you know you you and your buddies don't get the money. Um, but the investors, like, you could still fire them, but then to also get $200 million for doing nothing, right. except for firing people, like, that's the part. Like, I understand well, that they get, have to fire people to make... He didn't get $200 million for firing people. They're not... They're not correlated. Yeah, yeah, they're not correlated. Um, yeah, the timing is just the, the, very the, bad. The timing's <laughs> terrible, right? No, no, I understand that. But still, you got $200 million, and your company just fired all these employees. I don't know. So ultimately, what probably happened, right, is the, the company obviously has a bunch of different components within it, because Blizz, Activision Blizzard is very large, and ultimately, they're doing well. The whole company, Activision Blizzard, is doing very well, but they realized, hey, we're not making any money out of this area over here, so we're going to downsize. So that's yeah. ultimately what's happening, but the company as a whole is doing well, which is why he gets the bonus, which... Yep. It's the, literally the, the issue that the, with this is it's the timing, and they, they, I mean they're dumb for giving it at this period. But yep, that, that's know. basically it. Like Blizzard's very tone deaf, and then like shortly after those layoffs happened, they opened up a new site. It was like called like alumni.blizzard.com oh, I saw or that. something Blizzard like that. Alumni, like we yeah. care, we care, right? <laughs> like what is that? Like here we laid you off, so come join our community of other people we laid off. And, and we we'll, we'll talk about all of the awesome things you did at Blizzard that you don't get to do anymore. That you don't get to do anymore, right? I don't know. I I saw that. and I'm like, I think that's more or less for networking. That'll be good in two years when everyone's forgotten about the horrific way that it was set up. It'll be something that I leave. You leave Blizzard, and you're like, oh, these people used to work at Blizzard. You can reach out to them. But it, I mean, then again, Blizzard with their timing. That yeah. is just atrocious. Yeah. Uh, it's just, like I said, they're tone deaf. They, they can't read hmm. the room. They really can't. I don't know. The, uh, maybe it was like an unlocked thing. Like, I know when I was looking into, like, how Elon Musk got rich or whatever, it was like, basically, after a certain quarter, if you perform this well, like, as a company, like, the CEO unlocks, like, the shares, and it's not actual money. It's like, he unlocks the ability. Like he owns more shares of the company now, basically. Like maybe he, he gets more works. invested into it. Yeah, exactly. And he can't even sell them for like a certain period of time, but like technically he owns them, so they're worth a certain amount. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So the meat and potatoes of everything is, uh, <laughs> we have a. Well, one of the things is what's happening. What's happening here in three days, uh, Thursday, March twenty fifth. There's a lot. <laughs> we get um patch twenty, um which comes out yeah March twenty fifth, um but that does that doesn't include the new set so uh Forged in the Barrens is not included in this Forged in the Barrens releases five days later on March thirtieth, along with the core set, along with the core set, um that's true, and but there's on March twenty fifth there's a whole bunch of stuff. That's <laughs> launching as well, um, which is basically all of the unnerfing, or what they call the great unnerfing, 
reverting nurse for 36 cards rotating to wild. Um, so there are five days between when the 20.0 patch goes out and when these cards rotate. So we're expecting the standard meta to be very interesting this weekend. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and some of these cards yeah. are pretty crazy too. Yeah. Um, which ones? Do you I mean, I don't talk think about? we can. Well, uh, I think we can just go through and list them, and if they're significant, we'll like talk a little bit about them. But sure. Mana Worm was in a, and we don't have to read out the stats for everything because we can just say they're going back to their base stats. But yeah. Mana Worm has a little bit of a wrinkle to it. It was nerfed to two mana one three, but now it's going to a one mana one two. So that's interesting. It's a one drop, a little bit less robust. Probably the nerf they should have done in the first place because it was killed at two mana, but this is going to be semi-playable. Yeah. Yep. And then Worm Weaver is being adjusted as well. Conjurer's Calling is um, back to the... So remember when they had... I think this was the first one that they did where they did like the mid-patch... Excuse me, the mid-set chains where they like shook things up. Conjurer's right. Calling was originally reduced to three mana during that period. It was too strong, so they put it back to four. Well, now when it's coming over to Wild, it's going to be a, a three mana. And that was a really strong card at that point in Mage. What was strong and standard at that point? Do you remember, Ray, with Conjurer's Calling? Um, It was pretty much the Giants, right? Like Mountain yeah. Giant? You yep. play Mountain Giant, yeah. Yep. You played on all the Giants and then hit them? It was definitely the Giants. I think... It was mainly Mountain Giant at first, right? Yep. And, yeah. and then that got rotated to Wild. And then it was the um, Ar Arcane Giant or whatever it was. There was the... It was the eight mana one that you reduced for every spell that wasn't in your deck or something. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a giant. It's a giant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. yeah. Um, dra dragon Caster. <laughs> Um, yep, that's back to six mana now. Back to six mana. Flare is back to one mana. Um, Hunter's Marked back to one mana. Probably the one of the biggest changes is coming to mm -hmm. Hunter with Starving Buzzard. So that's going to be interesting. It's back to its original stats: two mana, two one. Two mana, two one instead of five mana, three two. Or like a, this is insane. Was it a three? It was two mana, two one. But was it ever a? I feel like it was three mana at some point too. Yeah, they, they, they. I think you're right. I feel like they messed with that one two or three times. Um, yeah. Well, with some of the other changes that they've made, and we'll go over them when we get there. This is kind of like leveling the playing field for wild because aggro is really going to start hitting up after a couple of these changes. This like. The the general wild reaction that I saw was that aggro is back on the menu, boys, because um, like minion based aggro decks, because uh, like Leper Gnome and um, Knife Juggler are on this list. But like Starving Buzzard is going to make Beast Hunter like a thing. It, it hasn't been a thing for a while, but this card is just so strong that this is going to be drive. I mean, I'm going to be experimenting around with this, but this is going to be like an aggro hunter player's dream. Yep. I don't even know where to start. Like every like cause it's so much at once, all cram packed into five days only. Right. Right? Yeah. You have like, five days. Is, that's it. Like like there's so but there's so much that's happening. Like there's so much. And uh, like we even get charge. We yeah. even get charge. 
Like there's going to be some absolutely absurdly broken decks that are not going to be any fun to play. We have charge with Bloodsworn Mercenary. Both get, oh like, god! Like warriors like, going to be insane. Like there's going to be crazy OTKs. I don't even know. There's going to be like I, like I don't even know if the starving buzzer change even matters because it's like okay, sure you draw a card, but you're dead. Like who cares? Like you still have to set starving buzzard up. Like you still have to go. Even if you go unleash the hound, starving buzzard. Like that's still like turn five, that's right? Five mana though. Like you're not gonna die from a charge combo on turn five. Yeah, but you're not killing. You don't have molten giant card. though. Okay, okay. Maybe you go Undertaker, Leper Gnome, and then you just have that as like a refill. I, I don't know, man. There's so much happening here. You have Knife Juggler too. Okay, maybe yeah. aggro. Like you have aggro. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Warrior has so many anti-aggro things though right now. Like Warrior yeah. has so many anti-aggro right. things. Like we even get Serenite Chain Gang, dude. We get we get Serenite Chain Gang back as no, so its original the, tech. So so all of the cards that are currently in wild are going to be staying in wild. So that's just a note where Serenite Chain Gang has rotated already. But this is a this is a change but now that they're going from the core set, uh from like the classic set to the core set, they're reverting all of the main nerfs they made to the classic set to try to keep all of this stuff going. And they went into some wild cards. So like Serenite Chain Gang's not going to come back to standard. Right. Oh, I thought I thought I didn't realize that rotated rotate. I thought they just changed the wording on it. I thought I thought that was still mm. in standard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that it isn't, <laughs> to be perfectly yeah. honest. I don't know from my side, but uh, I don't think it's in standard. It, yeah, that was like Knights of the Frozen Throne. Well, either way. OK, we get Leperno. <laughs> we get Knife Juggler, OG yeah. Knife Juggler. We you get, get Charge. That's a big one. Yeah, charge, charge the card. Arcane Golem, right? Is that in standards? Technically, I think it is. Uh, I think so, yeah. Get Arcane mm. Golem. So we could we could go Arcane Golem, Inner Rage, Bloodsworn Mercenary. That's going to be fun. It's like a Korkron, but for one less mana. So now you just get even crazier OTK combos that are silly and ridiculous. All of the Galakron-related cards were reverted as well. So all of the Shaman ones are back to their originals. Um, which was crazy. They have the the rogue the rogue one reduces cards to zero again, um, and then they have a bunch of druid ones too, where you have keeper of the grove and ancient of lore, like things they did during like early. Oh, it wasn't early beta. Those are like old days. I was looking forward to playing these cards in these versions in classic mode because that's the first deck that I'm going to make. I'm going to make a um. What is it? The Force of Nature Savage Reward deck. And I'm like, oh, what cards can I put in here? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Keeper of the Grove and Ancient of Lore are sick cards. But, like, you're just going to get them back normally. That's going to be really interesting to see if they're even good enough to... With, like, the power creep of the game. Enough. I don't think they are. Maybe Keeper of the Grove, one copy will be. I think that might be a card that's okay enough to play in some Druid decks. But so, Ancient of Lore is too slow at okay, this point. Okay, so you could draw two cards and have a 5-5. Five, five, or you could just draw five cards and gain five life. <laughs> Yeah, for seven mana, which one's better? Three more cards? It, it, like, I don't know. It it's it feels like it's gotten power creeped out at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, we're which getting... is why they're why they think they can make these changes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can we all like? So you guys are talking about all this crazy stuff, but we can can we just talk about Edwin Van Cleef getting nerfed for like a month and a half? <laughs> 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 we're back boys we're back boys yeah 
Uh, uh, I mean, Edwin wasn't a problem in Wild, so they're like, hey, we'll just let him go. And if you want to pull off your old Edwin combos, feel free. I mean, we, we, we have spent literal years trying to get Edwin Van Cleef nerfed. And they finally do it. And then they're like, nah, never mind. Yeah, got you. <laughs> got him. Okay, okay, so uh, hear me out. Hear me I'm actually out. afraid of this next one. I'm afraid of Blade Flurry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, so, so with the Van Cleef, I've... Do you think it's like a coding thing, like where since they're adding like the classic Hearthstone or whatever, um, that they have to revert it back? No, they, there were certain cards that they didn't revert back, um, like Aviana, Naga, Sea Witch. There are a bunch of cards they didn't switch back. Although the they, it was it was that um, be in classic Hearthstone though, or whatever it is, like the the new mode. No, uh, the, the, sorry, the mini the Warsong Commander is not being reverted back. So that's okay. something that's classic core set. So that one's staying as Rush. Okay. But in classic mode, it's back to its normal version. So there will be a difference between that card. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, but, but yeah, Blade I'm, Flurry I'm is a huge Blade, one. I'm afraid of Blade Flurry because there's a new card that's coming out in this set that is essentially gives your um, hero immune when you attack. Uh, there's like a poison. I don't remember the name of it, but... Now, like, old-school Kingsbane is back. The one that was very prominent in Wilds, like, Mill Kingsbane, which is, like, if you play any sort of control deck, that shut it down. Yeah. Like, that's going to be a dominant deck. I'm very excited to play it and afraid to play against it. What about Sticky Fingers? Is that not a counter to Kingsbane? Now it is, though we didn't have Sticky Fingers back in the day. That is something that's definitely new. So Sticky Fingers may be a tech card, and it might not be as strong. That's really interesting. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I was like... Because that was kind of a, a dynamic in um, Bomb Warrior in Standard, where the weapon, like, if you could... You couldn't really play Ooze to kill Bomb Warrior when it was really popular, because they just have Horde Pillager, which brings it back. But a lot of people were just like, okay, I'm just going to put double Sticky Fingers in and just take your wrench calibers, and then they don't die, so your Horde Pillagers don't do anything. So. Yeah, I well, think, that's yeah. definitely a meta choice now. And uh, Pillage, I mean, it's been a card for a little bit. Like, it's been teched in occasionally in Reno Lock deck, so it'll probably see play if it becomes dominant. We have a counter to it built in, which is reassuring, at least. Yeah. Man. yeah. Some of these other ones are crazy, though. Like, Call to Arms was archetype-defining in Wild. It created uh, an even Paladin. So, like, even Paladin's back now. Like, that's something that is going to be there from day one it was just such a strong card call to arms on four mana yep yeah um power word shield drawing a card again i don't really think that's super exciting but it's gonna be a thing with um maybe the nazari and the Sethic. maybe there's some type of weird priest deck I'm i don't just, know i'm just happy that leper gnomes back to a 2-1 to yeah i really like back, that card. Justice. And, and knife juggler back to a 3-2 like i'm excited about those um, but I'm yeah. excited to play classic because of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, those are just so mana worm fun cards. and worm weaver. So like tempo mage with mana worm and worm weaver. That's kind of cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. That's that could be cool. There is one card. There's one card on this list that is actually even though these are all buffs, there's one card that's a nerf, and that is Archivist Elysiana. It goes from 9 mana to 8 mana. 
So what you're saying, why is that? It's because it's odd versus even. The only deck it saw playing in wild was odd warrior, and now it can no longer be played in odd warrior. Rip. Just sag. <laughs> they didn't read the room on that one, but otherwise, all of these are like Alexstrasza now makes your dragons cost zero. Yep. Like Alexstrasza was seeing fringe play. Like I don't know. These are all really good. The other one that's relevant is Bad Luck Albatross going from four to three because now all of the odd decks can run it again, and mo the most of the odd decks in Wild are aggro centric. Um. So, like, putting Albatross in those decks really starts to counter Reno decks. Oh, man. Can I play Resurrect Priest again? Is this a thing? With bad luck Albatross? I mean, I don't... Can it compete against aggro? That's the question. Oh, man. Big Priest is a thing now with Blood of Gahoon. It, it's back in the meta, Big Priest. Um, but not like... there. There's a Weasel Priest list, but it's like... It, you, you play Weasel, and you currently play the four-mana Albatross in that, but it's like a uh, tier three, tier four deck. And you run the quest that um, gives you whatever the Hope Warden card is, the one that puts your life to 40. Mm. I'm just thinking, uh, like, for standard, like, I mean, I don't think there's enough Priest card. Like, you only get that in Power Word Shield, which you might not even play. Like, I don't know. It's just... It feels like aggro just gets so much more than everything else. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I guess the under... big thing is, in order to be competitive, though, in wild, you have to be quick. So it makes sense that, I mean, all of the other things, like, I don't know, they're not buffing. Like, Ancient of Lore, for example, is outclassed by a bunch of things. Keeper of the Grove is outclassed. Most of these Galakron Shaman cards are outclassed because it's just too slow. So all of these aggro ones are the ones that are actually have an impact in wild, which is exciting. Mm. Like, if you go and change Gruul or something like that, right? If you change a bunch of... I mean, Gruul didn't get nerfed, but it, you know what I mean. If you, if you get a bunch of, like, legendaries that are really high cost and don't do anything, like, who cares? But this is, like, very impactful. So, did we talk about the Shaman thing that they changed? Did we mention no, that? Oh, we should definitely talk about that. So, Shaman Totemic Call, which is the hero power, uh, got changed. They're taking away Wrath of... Air Totem, which is Spell Damage Totem, and they're adding something called Strength Totem, which is at the end of the turn, give another friendly minion plus one attack. So they're just replacing Spell Damage Totem with a plus one attack totem, which is definitely a nerf to Shaman, but I guess I understand it. Like, maybe they just don't, they really don't like high rolling spell damage. I mean, it's such a tease because they, as a part of these nerfs, they are buffs rather, they reverted Spirit Claws back to one mana. So I'm very disappointed on that one because now I can no longer hit Spirit Claws into the hero power and get a three mana three, uh, a three mana weapon or a one mana three three weapon. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I don't think it matters that much, but it, it might, like, uh, it's going to feel so weird. It's like, you can't just hit that one in four for spell power, like, to clear the board with, like, a lightning storm. Like, that was, like, classic. Also, does mm -hmm. this happen in general? Like, is this going to be how Shaman is in the other game modes as well? Not in classic. It's going to be for every other game mode. So Wild is going to get it. Standard is going to get it. All the other game modes are going to get it. But in classic alone, you're going to be able to spell power. All right, all right, cool, 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 cool. I mean, it mattered way more back in the day. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that they're, 
uh, part of the design direction that they're going for is they want to get rid of that randomness, the implosion, crackle type stuff, lightning storm, a lot of the randomness in Shaman where it could be one or the other. It seems like that's something they're trying to eliminate. And this is like the the prime aspect for it. Well, now now it's random cards that, that Hearthstone deals with for randomness, not randomness on your rolls. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be so many things and stuff to do on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday's going to be huge. So. I don't know if I'm going to go and play Wild or Classic mode first. Classic? <laughs> I don't think Classic comes out Thursday, does it? I believe it does. Um, I think Classic comes out on the 30th. Um, I thought Classic came out with this. Uh, No, Classic does come out with this. Does it? Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, let me double check the... Uh... Here we go. When the patch lands on March 25th... Um... Buh, 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 buh. Yeah. So it says the classic format leaderboards will, mar- will launch on March 30th. Click on our announcement. Let's see when it says it's coming. Yeah, I wasn't sure on that myself. Um, but I, I think it comes on Thursday as well. At least that's how I'm reading it. Um, the other things that, uh, we get are, uh, I'll wait to see if Danny can confirms that after we talk about this, but, um, the other thing that we're getting is the idea of, they, they didn't announce this at BlizzCon online either. They also didn't announce this before BlizzCon online. They just announced this like a week or two ago, um, is the, uh, diamond cards, which is interesting. And I, I don't fully like understand the concept. I, I maybe it's just to get people to buy the battle pass. I don't know. So I can confirm. I found it that the patch when the patch lands, you're able to start deck building and play classic. All right. So Thursday it is. Yep. Alrighty then. Yep. But on the what you were just talking about the what is it? What are the, what do they call it? Silver cards or whatever? Diamond cards. Diamond cards. Money they look cards. silver to me. Yeah. Well, they're they're essentially just gold cards behind a paywall. As opposed to something that you can craft naturally. And hey, cosmetics are always a good thing to go through for a lot of these battle pass things. I mean, this is just like a skin in, uh, you buy a skin and if you play enough on it. I'm perfectly fine with this. They look really weird. They don't look hearthstone-y. That's the only thing that I'm a little bit reserved about. Um, But I mean, I could care less. Yeah, it's just uh, each expansion will include one or more handcrafted diamond legendary cards. Uh, they feature completely new 3D animations. Um, they have more real estate for card art and a stylish diamond border, which I'm with you. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, so Blade Master Samaro and Brukin will get the diamond treatment and forge in the Barons um, to unlock these. Uh, for Samuro, you obtain instantly by purchasing the Forged in the Baron's Tavern Pass and claiming the uh, card on the rewards track, uh, while Diamond Brukin obtained by completing the Forge in the Baron's Legendary Collector 5 out of 5 achievement. So that's the way that you get those. So future ones that they release will be probably pretty similar, where it's a something you buy into and get it as a... You know, I like this other one though. That's it. an achievement though. Or where, like, an achievement, yeah. Like that's pretty cool. That's worth like. I mean, obviously it's locked behind like dust and getting cards, right? But right. I mean, well, maybe now. Well, one of the things is like I always have a lot of dust at the end of the season because I've just saved up a bunch and I've gotten a bunch of packs from random things and 
Um, so I'm not going to normally craft some of the garbage legendaries, but maybe now I do if there's like some cool skin that I get for one of my legendaries. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to get to this achievement because you have to collect all legendary cards from that set. That's how you get it. So that's not the I mean, easiest thing to do. I mean, when though, it's not the easiest thing to do, but with the pre-purchase, you're a good ways of the way there. Yeah. Um. I don't think I've ever had a set beyond classic and um, the ones that you can purchase outright that I ever collected every legendary in a set. And I spend a lot of money on this game, but I never spent enough to care to get everything. I just spent enough to get what I needed, right? <clears throat> yeah. To, to, to play. I didn't care about getting full collections. Yep, yeah, I'm the same boat. There's really no point in Hearthstone to get a full collection, right? Like, you don't really yeah. get anything. Well, now, doing it. now you do. Well, now you do. You get a diamond <laughs> oh, card. Right. Okay, now you do. That you can't dust or anything. You just get it for bragging rights. All right, if you could dust yeah. it, how much do you think you could dust it for? Uh, you normally dust a legendary and you get, what, 1,600 dust? Uh, 400, I think. 400, 400. Yeah, that's right. You get a full yeah. legendary. You get sixteen hundred for it. <laughs> no, I think you get sixteen hundred for a golden. Yeah, you do. So uh, 30, yeah, the, the, thirty-two then. Yeah, two hundred. Yeah. So it's worth two legendary cards. Yeah. <laughs> Feel scammed. Scamaz. It's like hey, I'm not gonna complain about it. I, I don't think that it's. Uh, this isn't for everyone. This is for the person who wants to have a full collection or a cool thing. Yeah. But hey, uh, I, I'm giving them credit for putting it in, right? They could have just not done oh, it. Yeah. It literally does not affect me at all. So no, I, I really don't care either. Um, it's interesting to see, but... I mean, you're going to know what the type of person you're playing against when you see this on the ladder. Because okay. these two cards seem like they're... Well, I'm going to think the guy's a jackass who, who plays it against me, right? But, I mean... <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of bragging rights because you go through. Hey, I I either bought the tavern pass or I went through and I collected all the legendaries in a set. Um, so I'm playing this thing here because these two legendaries are definitely going to see play in standard. Like yeah. they wouldn't have put these things on the cards if they're not playable. Daddy big bucks. Daddy big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I'm surprised they didn't do stuff like this sooner. Honestly, I. I thought they were gonna do stuff like, um, what is it? Or like here, like um, skins for like a field. You know what I mean? For the board, like yeah. board skins and. I always thought they were gonna change the mana icons. That was something that they always had available because they're just boring diamonds. You can just change them to something else. There's so much real estate on that board that they never really like did anything with. You can change Dude, them now they're doing so many heroes though. I'm so confused. Yeah. Like. There's so many heroes, I don't know what to pick anymore. There's too many. I have too many heroes. Oh, man. Ray was one of those that was going to get confused by too many deck slots, guys. What? Speaking of deck slots, speaking of deck <laughs> slots that's something that they're changing in this. You yeah. now, when the patch comes out, you get 27. Yeah. That still drives yeah, me crazy. That, that drives me crazy. Why not 30? <laughs> why not 30? I, I know why. I, I absolutely know why, but it's still yeah, drives two me words, spaghetti code. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I know why, because when they originally built the game, it was for nine classes, and that's what fit, you know, in their UI. 
and now they just but multiply that 10. by three. <laughs> and now there's ten now there's classes. 10. So why not thirty? Right, but anyway, I get why they, I get why they did it. Right? But, like, if yeah. you have a classic deck, if you have a standard deck, if you have a wild deck, like they're all. <laughs> so that's ultimately what it is now, right? You have nine standard decks, you have nine wild decks, and you have nine classic decks. That's what it allows you to do. Boys, I have a confession to make. I have never gone to the second deck page before. I've never had more than nine decks built at one time. Me neither. I, I've never had to either. Uh, I've fact, never I used would... the function of having 18 I, decks. I think I've done it once, and that was for a Tempo Storm video when I had to have 10 decks readied. <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's very few people that actually go over the original nine. Like it, it's a very small percentage, in my opinion. And in fact, when I've talked to Blizzard developers, they've confirmed that it's a pretty small percentage of people that actually will go over nine decks. So why do they spend their time and their effort on that? Or maybe they don't. And they, it's just they like, don't. They literally it, just change the variable. It's, <laughs> it's not changing a variable. It's probably a little bit more than that, but it's, it's very minimal effort, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so let's get on to the, the maximum. Yeah. Like tournament mode. Dude, China has Battlegrounds tournaments and like tournament mode built into the client. It's insane. And it looks good. Yeah, but so, um you're in you're in the land of the free where we don't get stuff. So the land of the corona. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So so that's all the stuff that's coming out Thursday. And then five days later we get the core set and the new set, which is gonna mix things up even more. Um, so do we want to talk about like some of the stuff that's going into the core set that's a little bit different? Yeah, we can. Sure. Um, let me pull that up here real quick. Uh, I just had it up. Where did it go? Core. Disappeared. Yeah. The core set fairies took it from you. All right. So the thing, biggest thing about the core set, it's not that exciting. It's not as exciting as I thought it would be. Um, I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be exciting, though. It's They're, not. The, so ultimately, ultimately, what they did, right, was they took a solid collection of common and basic cards, they sprinkled in a couple of wild cards for specific reasons, and then they added in some supplementary extra cards. So the interesting stuff that you're looking at, like, you don't really care that Dark Iron Dwarf is in this set, right? Like, you're never going to play it. It's going to be there. If you want to use it for something, okay, but, I mean... Like, there are cards like that that are in here. But then you get, uh, like, the big things to look at are the reprinted legendaries, because they went through, and I think that's, I mean, that's what I have on this list here. Um, yeah. They reprinted, a, they got a couple of legendaries, they reprinted the legendary dragons, and then they brought over some cards from Wild. So, do you want to just go over some of these legendaries that uh, were brought in? Yeah. Now, which ones we got here? Um Cool. So I have all the, the neutral ones here where Overlord Runefack is the new uh, it's a new five mana three six legendary. Uh, it has rush and whenever this attacks, give plus one plus one to all minions in your hand. So this is something that they teased at the beginning of all of the release right. stuff and said, hey, uh, if you want to have any hand buff support now, all of a sudden it's in the core set. Yep. Yep. And then they, I mean, not super impactful. It's not a great and, legendary, but it's something that might see play in certain decks. And just to be clear, like, all of these cards are automatically for free added to your account. Yeah, that's with. awesome. Yeah. So this legendary card you will be able to play with on March 30th without having to buy into anything. 
I think that's a really good touch. It is. I, I really dig that. Yeah. All right. Oh, go ahead, Ray. I was going to say, do you want to know what my favorite one is? Which what? one? Dude, they finally changed Jaraxxus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Jaraxxus is now a hero. Yep. That's sick. He can no longer be sack-packed. Which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the... There was one video, I don't remember who put it out, but it was like the craziest game I've ever seen. And it ended up with, like, they, the person was playing, like, Rogue against Druid, and a bunch of random things happened. And the game was won by one person becoming Jaraxxus, the other person playing, um... It was one of the legendary dragons that gave you random spells from your opponent's class and sack-packing the Jaraxxus. It was insane. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty awesome. amazing. Yeah. Don't get that anymore. Yeah. No Less troubled in moments. Oh, no. Okay, so we have some of these other legendaries. Um, we have Talion Forging, which is a 5-mana 3-3. Three, three. It's a taunt, divine shield, death rattle, draw your highest cost minion. So, not super cool, but it's something that has some impact. Tutors are always good, mm-hmm. depending on what you're looking for. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the legendary dragons. We have the Nunaz Durmu. Nozdormu the Eternal. Hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. They changed Cairn Blurdhurf. Wait, did they? Oh shit, it's a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, it's a 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> they, they buffed Cairn. <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> they buffed a lot. They changed a lot of the Baron Geddon's the 7-7 seven, seven now, too. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, Big, hem- big Game Hunters of 4 mana, 4-2. Four, yep, yep. Sorry, I'm just looking at the legendaries, and I just, like, I had never noticed that before. When I looked at this stuff, that they changed Karen to a 5-5. Okay, I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It's cause All this stuff is really cool, the changes that they made. Like, I mean, there are some that are less impactful, right? Like, Gurubashi Berserker is a 2-8 instead of a 2-7 now. But So there there will be small differences when you get into the game. But Nazdormu is a cool one where... Um, now, at the start of the game, if this is in both players' decks, turns are only 15 seconds long. For the entire game. That's awesome. So, everyone now, this is a pact. We will yeah. always run Nozdormu in our deck. We all play 29 card decks now. <laughs> um, what are some I of the wish. other ones? Yeah. <laughs> Alex Straza is now, uh, it's a 90 mana 8 8 battle cry. Choose a character. If it's friendly, restore 8 health. If it's an enemy, deal 8 damage. I don't know. How often is the normal Alex Straza played nowadays? Uh, not really. Much at all. Does this see any play? I mean, this is a strong effect, I guess. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's basically the same goal. effect, right? Well, no, it's not. Never no, mind. no, no. You no. can't pyroblast somebody without Alexstrasza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Probably I mean, you can deal. Just, eight. This is. This is probably okay. better. For you can impact like, the board. Is the big thing, right? You can attack other minions with this Alexstrasza, whereas like. The the other Alexstrasza was just for healing yourself when you got down to one and you had like an ice or, block pop. Or if you had something that you can do early and get someone down to fifteen health super mm-hmm. quick. Um, but yeah, this this becomes more of a potential end game card where yeah you can use it for healing, or you can use it to finish off your opponent. It's a neutral, or you can side. use it to like get rid of their Baron Geddon or some other like right. big boy that's on the board. Right. I think this is just better. But it's a lot worse in combo decks. Yeah, like that's what that's what Alex Raza was for, right? Like nobody played Alex Raza for the effect of healing yourself. 
like people oh, last year played like, like tight pinch or something, right? Like that that no, happened no, no, often. No. But I mean, they played like physically in the game. You do heal yourself a lot, but I'm saying like you don't put Alex Raza in your deck for that purpose. Oh, yeah. so, like you put mm -hmm. Alex Raza in your deck to get your opponent to 15 because you're playing like a control deck or a combo deck or something, and you just want to get them to the right number so you can just OTK them. Mm -hmm. So this well, is speaking of breaking up the combo. Maligos is now uh, still the same stat line, but now you draw spells until your hand is full and they don't get reduced or nothing. They're just in your hand. It's kind of lame. Well, it, the thing that's going to be interesting is you can play both copies in wild. You can play old Maligos and new Maligos, which right. is going to be really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can just get your co but like, do you even have time for that in wild? No, you don't. But it, it, it's like it's something that's going to show up on trolled in a, in a month. <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait. oh, it's only till your hand is full. It doesn't just keep going. I was going to say, can you just deck yourself out? Can you just play all spells and just draw everything and then get, <laughs> then know, know me them? You know, that actually may be a thing in standard because there's this the with the new set. There's the warlock thing that uh, the new warlock legendary is kind of like the summoning portal. But um it only happens if your deck is empty, but you summon uh, like imps on your on your board until every single turn, which is a really cool one. So maybe you play Melagos deck yourself and then just continue summoning imps. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We have Anixia, which is the same as old Anixia, but now it's at the end of each turn, fill your board with whelps, which meh. I mean, it right. does refill and you have to kill the 8-8. Normally what would happen with, I mean, Onyxia was never good enough to see play for, when was the last time we saw Onyxia played? Never. Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This probably is the same boat. I really like this Ysera. This Ysera is much better, where Ysera is now add one of each dream card to your hand. Yeah. And so the dream getting... cards change, though. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yes. It's not the same. So... Like, when you see that, you're like, oh my god, this is insane. This is way better. Like, instead of just getting one, I just get all of them. That's crazy. But then you realize that they actually change the dream cards, and yep. it's not actually... What are the dream cards now? Do they have them? Oh, uh, Nightmare, Ysera Awakens. They didn't, they didn't change it on here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think you can see it on this website. It says related cards, and then it says like Nightmare, Yasera Awakens, Laughing Sister, Emerald Dream, and Dream. I don't know if they did. They tell us what the new dream cards were. Um, I I remember specifically I remember hearing that the dream cards yeah, were not. I'm in the same. Maybe they shouldn't update it on here. As you, so let me look that up real quick. Um, so I'm having trouble finding it. Uh, this is in the core set. Oh, okay, then... I see it here. They just changed some of the mana values. Uh, Nightmare is given mana plus four, plus four, rather than plus five, plus five. Dream is one mana, and it's only enemy minions, not you can't do it on your minions. Laughing Sister is a two mana three five, which is an improvement. Yasera Awakens costs three, and Emerald Drake is the same. All right. Still, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not it's just not, I mean, it's, it's not as good. God, the other versions of the cards are better, except for Laughing Sister. But still, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's a card. That's something that's worth playing. Couldn't confirm. It is a card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. No, you're there. 
And then the last legendary dragon we have is Deathwing the Destroyer. Same stat line, 10 and a 12-12. And the battle cry is destroy all other minions, but you discard a card for each destroyed. Is it like discard from your hand or from your deck? From your hand. This is way better. It, oh, that's significantly better. This is way better. Because like you don't just have to get rid of your whole hand when you yeah. randomly discover a Deathwing. Actually, this could just be playable on its own at this point. Like destroy like one or two of your opponent's big minions and get a 12-12 threat and you just card two cards like yep that yeah doesn't sound like the worst a lot of times and i mean and we're in the worst case scenario it's an old school death wing <laughs> yeah i mean which isn't wonder... great I mean, at the end of the game like if, if your opponent has seven minions on the board you don't have a board clear this i don't know you probably don't have that many cards in hand this is just a strict upgrade from the yeah for death sure wing. Yeah, um, excited to see it. It also looks really cool. I also had a couple of things here that I'd listed that were cards that I thought were notable that were coming over from Wild that were being added to core set. So uh, the first one being a Noyotron, which is a card you'll probably see. Hello, hello, hello. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a, that's something to it's don't underestimate it. A Noyotron, something that'll see play. Oh, I would yeah. uh, not underestimate a Noyotron. I would not. <laughs> I, I, I would never do that. Right. That card. Yeah. I hate that card. I hate it. <laughs> Nerubian Egg is another one yep. that is uh, coming back. And that's a strong card if you don't remember it in Zoo. Yep. And, and it brings up a whole archetype, too, where Max I think that Void Terror, what is it? Void Terror's back in the 3 3 that it eats both the minions on the side of it and gain its stats. So that combo's back. Now. Is it a 3 4? <laughs> Holy shit. It's a 3-4 now. Oh, man. Zoo is back on the menu, boys. Uh, we were talking about this one earlier before the show, but we have Explosive Sheep. Yep. That's one of my favorite cards. Um, I have Clockwork Giant, which is something that you guys are going to be shocked about. You're like, this never saw play in Standard, but it actually started seeing some play during periods in Wild when control decks were um, yeah. fairly dominant. So Clockwork Giant, something to think about. That's all like a f very fringe. That's when your opponent has cards in their hand that gets reduced, right? Yep, exactly. They added a lot of mech stuff. Like they yep. added the the clockwork goblin and stuff like the that. Spider too. tank. Yeah. Spider tank. Three, three, four mech. Um, yeah, those were some pretty pretty good ones. Um, There's a really good card that's getting added to Hunter. It's Quick Shot. Yep. Like Hunter's gonna have reach now. Whatever you put Quick Shot, although. Does it have, I have to check it out, does Hunter have um, the three mana one? Deadly Shot? Is that what you're... De yeah, not Deadly, deadly shot. shot. Um, What's the one that if you have a beast it deals five damage that's three mana that oh, I don't remember command. the name of? Uh, kill it's Command. Not, yeah, it's not in the core set. No, they don't have that. So Quick Shot is now your just reach, I guess. But I think it's a better reach card than uh, Kill Command. If you want to okay. silence, all you got now is Iron Beacal. Yeah, back to well, not exactly. A, well, that that's only in the core set. There is a yeah. there's a spell in the Forge of the Baron set. Yeah, I'm I'm just talking I'm about the core. Yeah, I'm just talking about the core yeah, yeah. set. Wait, they gave uh, us all the secret power. They did not give us the stupid three mana guy that puts the secret into play. They didn't give us the four three guy that. Put the secret into play when you play him. They gave us a bajillion secret support. For what class? For mage? For mage. Yeah. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they took away the secret guy. <laughs> they took away the secret guy, but they gave us a bunch of secret cards. <laughs> it's so weird. That's okay. So silly. I think the cool, the coolest thing, the coolest card that I had on my radar was Fell Soul Jailer because I've always loved cards like things. I've talked about this before with like Dirty Rat. It was one of my favorite cards. I even like the Dark Glare guy or whatever it was that like I originally had read differently, where it like could it, it like maybe gets rid of a card in your opponent's hand if they don't play it. Uh, this one. Is a five mana four six demon battle cry. Your opponent discards a minion. Death rattle return it to their hand. So, if you play this, discard the opponent's minion, and then you silence this card somehow. Or even if you don't, I think that's really cool. You could just basically kill a combo. Is that neutral? No, it's, uh, it's, it's a warlock, warlock card. Warlock, okay. I mean, I like all those cards that do things like that that interact with your opponent's hand. I think that's mm -hmm. really cool. You in mage, you now have Koldara, Drake, and Fallen Hero. A lot of hero power related stuff in the next upcoming set, too. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah. Um, Shadow Form is back in its original state. And then the last one I have here is the Draxis that we already talked about. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. there's some pretty cool stuff in the, uh, in the core set for sure. Like, there's a lot of cards that are kind of a throwback. I like the new changes they did with some of the legendaries. And then you've, you know, you got a mix of stuff that you're already used to. They gave spells like archetypes as well. Yeah, that's actually going to be coming out in this new um, 20, uh, the thing that's coming out on the 25th. Um, yep. They're going to, all of the, um, what, what do they call them? They called them spell schools where you get like a kind of like a minion type but now you do that for spells so they retroactively went back and changed a bunch of cards right so that'll be going forward uh you, there'll be types like shadow fell fire frost all types of spells yep. yeah they're really trying to promote aggro priest they they keep doing this they gave actually the the uh, crimson clergy one mana one three Whenever a friendly character is sealed, gain plus one attack. That actually seems pretty pretty cool. But they also gave us Shadowed Spirit, which is a three mana, four three. When it dies, deal three damage to the enemy hero. Like it's so interesting. And they gave us Shadow Form, so they're trying to really push this like aggro priest. Like they really do not like control priest at well, all. How in the past, right? It's been a struggle for them to print aggro priest cards because no one ever uses them. So, I mean, they can take Priest in a new direction with the change of the core set and be like, hey, Priest, your identity is going to be in the shadow area for these next couple of sets. So, I mean, a lot of this stuff really is like Devouring Plague is interesting. That's a new card that's come out. It's a three mana spell that is lifesteal, deal, deal four damage, randomly split across all enemy minions, and it's a shadow spell specifically. So a lot of the stuff they're trying to do is like shadow related in the next upcoming set. Yeah, even light spawn is a three man. It got buffed to three mana, so it's a three mana four four now, which is, I mean, it's not like crazy, but it could be because you can just put like we got power word shield back and stuff like that, and it's its attack is equal to its health, so you could really like that guy could become huge. Is power word shield in the core set though? I don't think it is. No, uh, no, but you have okay. That was an example. You have cool, cool Terra and. I don't know how to say that. Like, you have other ways to buff it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have fo focused will. It. 
that's kind of a meme because you silence the minion, so that wouldn't work. But <laughs> you do you do have both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing to note is that Priest no longer has Shadow Word Pain. They only have Shadow Word Death. That's weird because Pain wasn't really even popular. Yeah, well, well, that was because uh, what what was the early damage spell that you guys would use? Did you guys have penance, or is that just yeah, wild? Pe pe penance, penance. Does penance rotate? Not sure. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Uh, we have smite either way. Oh, that's fair. So we'll ha we'll have smite. But we'll have ways to clear early game, and we still have holy nova and stuff to deal with boards, which did not get reverted. It still only does damage to minions, not the hero. Yeah, I don't know why that's impacting them at all. It's still it's at four mana though. It's not at five, which is nice. Oh, that's true. That's true. Although I there's a card that I think is better than Holy Nova, um, coming out in the new set. I gotta remember its name though. Hold on, Forged in the Barrens. There is Condemn, which I think is a. I think it's a better card. So let me just go over this, and then we can potentially. Do you think we guys think we have time to go over a couple of cards from the new set, or should we postpone? Oh, uh, we can uh, we can probably talk about a few of them. Uh, we might want to talk you about. You want to just them. do the whole like Forge in the Baron one ne next week, like go over I, I all the. Because that's not going to come out until next week, right? So we could do another um, show and. Yeah. Okay, let's make a promise. Let's make a promise to our listeners here. Let's do a show before the thirtieth, and we'll talk about the Forge of the Barons. So we'll do a show, you know, Sunday or Monday next week. Down. I'm down. Yeah. Unless I die. Then I'll be dead. <laughs> you just gotta hold out for one more episode, uh, Ray, and if, then you're good to go. If you die, we'll just do a show without you. How's that? That's <laughs> <Okay>, fair. <laughs> um, sure. But yeah. Yeah, well, we can do that next week. I forgot that it came out. Like, that we can do a... We got another weekend. Yep. It'll give us some time to brush up on the cards and find what our favorites are. Yeah. Plus, uh... Sir. Get people excited that we're actually doing back-to-back -back, like weekly podcasts Crazy. instead of once a month. Yep. What is we're that all about? And then after we do our two podcasts, we're gonna take a <laughs> five-month hiatus. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're done until July. <laughs> nah, well, I'm sure with like things getting semi back to not as crazy land, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do more. I, I, I don't see this ever going back to weekly, but um, we'll see. You never know. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Well, this was one of the biggest, like, changes outside of, like, rotations and new sets, so I'm very never. excited for this. Well, I think there was one more. There was one time where they did this. Like, remember when they changed Iron Beak Owl and that whole change? Like, yeah, they hit yeah, a lot yeah. of cards during that, but that was, like, the big nerfing. This is the big unnerfing. Yeah. Yeah, but, that was, uh... I remember I was at PAX East when that happened, and that really messed up the whole tournament. Because <laughs> I remember, like, one day it was, like, fine, and then, then I remember there were so many tournaments that just got messed up because of that. It was kind of like a surprise. Like, ha-ha! By the way... <laughs> Like all these multi-day tournaments, you guys are playing in a completely new format tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Got them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good old days. Um, this is probably like the most exciting like release that Hearthstone has had in a long, long time. I can't think of one that really matches the amount of stuff that we're getting. To be honest. 
other than the initial release of Hearthstone. Like, I, yeah. I I don't think there's any others that match this, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because not only are we getting a completely new core set, we're getting another set on top of that. And we're getting all these cards that are un being unnerfed five days before, where we get a completely new meta for those five days only. And we're getting <laughs> classic mode. And we're getting classic <laughs> mode, right? So... No, it's it's definitely an exciting time for Hearthstone. I think everybody's going to have a really good time this weekend. And uh, definitely, like, if if you're listening and you haven't picked up Hearthstone in a while, or you are, more than likely you are playing Hearthstone, definitely pick up this, definitely pick this up this weekend and give it a playthrough because uh, I think this is going to be some of the most exciting times that we've seen in Hearthstone for quite some time. So that's my take. But it's probably time to get out of here. What do you guys think? Sure. I didn't realize that Ray had already left. So <laughs> I didn't see I didn't see the text message that he sent. Um he'll he said he'll be back. Um but yeah. Uh where are my notes? So anyway. Uh, if you'd like to like help support us or email us, uh, email us would be at wellmetatblisspro.com if you have any questions or anything like that. Or you can tweet at us at wellmetpodcast. Uh, if you'd like to help like support the show, there's a couple ways of doing that. One is uh, through our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash wellmetpodcast for a uh, very minimal amount of money. Uh, you can get the show a little bit early. Probably has less value than it had before, but it's only a dollar a month. So, you know, that's really not much. Uh, the other way that you can help support us is through, uh, I, you know, like iTunes and podcast reviews. Um, those help out a lot as well. Uh, I think I went over, yeah, everything there. So cool. It's been a while and I was like, man, I, I felt like there was more to this, but not so much. So, uh, shout-outs and how can people get in contact with you? Looks like Ray's back, so I'm throwing it his way. Yes, yes, yes. Shout-outs to uh, anybody that's been watching my stream at all still. You guys are the real ones. Shout-outs to uh, JR and Danny for keeping on doing the show. And uh, shout-outs to the government, because I know you guys are listening. I got my newly installed microchip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout outs to you guys, big brother. I mean, no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash racy, which funny story. The other racy is actually like a huge streamer now who plays with like Toast and Pokimane and all those people like the offline TV and Corpse. Yeah. And he messaged me on Twitter. Okay. And he's like, can I get your name on Twitch? I'm like, what? Like, what? No. <laughs> You can make, pay me like $20,000 and I'll consider it. Like, what? Actually, I wonder how much that would be worth. How much do you think that would be worth for his brand? Because he's making probably at least, he probably has like 10,000 subs. So he's making at least like probably thirty dollars to $40,000 a month. I, I, I think, think $20,000 is a fair uh, That's probably a fair a price. Fair but price. The, way you do it, the way you do it is you... you multiply that by five and offer it and then use that as the lower the low ball offer right so uh okay give me 100k <laughs> no okay 20k all right because he'll negotiate you down off of 20 if you really want to do that 
No, then I just wouldn't give it to him. Easy. Uh, but then anyways. he'll you still level 15. <laughs> you gotta highball him 100k. And what happens if he says, okay, you just get 100k. That's awesome. <laughs> that won't happen. I don't, I don't think. He was trying to, he's like, yo, can you, like, you know, I see that you don't stream much. You want to get, I'm like, <laughs> like, no, what? No. Follow me on Twitter at PG underscore Racy. I'm actually going to try to get Racy on Twitter too, just for, <laughs> just because I think that would be hilarious. That would be really funny. <laughs> See, we joked just, all this time when you had Racy with a number behind. Now. I don't remember what the number was now. And five, uh, nine, one. yeah, five nine one. <laughs> they, uh, you just ate the other five hundred and ninety Racy's. But he's yeah. Racy five nine two coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he's Ray underscore underscore C or underscore C. He's Ray underscore C. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's so many people that are like, are you playing Among Us right now with the corpse husband? And I'm like, no. That's another <laughs> racy. Wow. Oh, man. That's funny. How about you, Danny? Well, as is tradition, uh, I will begin my rant against Battlefy. So, Battlefy, you suck. Haven't seen you in a while. You're pr probably pretty shitty anyway. Okay. Um... Yeah, Fair. I don't have any real shout outs and um, I mean, we can't go over to China and get their tournament system. So I guess we're stuck in this infinite loop until something happens. Yeah. Um, you know, as for me, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, what's his name? Bobby Cockface over there um, for swindling all 190 of his employees and all the employees that, you know, they swindled in the last couple years now since 2018 when they got rid of Mike Warheim and taking in that 200 million so that he can buy 10 more yachts he's the true hero right is that how that goes the real protagonist of this real story real protagonist of the story yeah um, I mean he, he needs another not like come on what are you gonna do not have 50 yachts you're gonna have 49 that's insane that is, crazy that is crazy absolutely bonkers um, you gotta play bumper boat somehow, right? So, uh, but beyond that, you can find me over on Twitter at Eldorian. Um, I will probably be streaming a bit this week, actually, with Fall Guys, um, season four, because we want to try out squad mode and some of the stuff on there. So you can find me over on uh, Twitch.tv/EldorianBP, like Blizz Pro. Um, and I'm maybe I'll be playing some classic Hearthstone as well this weekend. Or uh, messing around with the core set and stuff like that. We'll see. We'll see if uh, we'll see if I do that. I hate streaming Hearthstone because I hate people seeing how awful I am at the game. So, but um, yeah. Uh, how so, can how bad can you be when you're playing Chillwind Yeti though? That's true. Playing classic mode, I'm a god, right? So, we'll see. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining us for episode 245 of Well Met. You can find more awesome Hearthstone content throughout the week over at hearthstone.blizzpro.com uh you can also tweet us at wellmet uh at wellmet podcast or email us at wellmetblizzpro.com comments questions and ideas that you have for the show thanks to jake Buttonew for our amazing intro music thanks for tuning in we'll see you all next week